The transfer window is over and the spring split is about to get underway. But just before that, you know, we got to talk about what happened in the transfer window as well as other things that have happened in this kind of off-season period. First Touch is live here with the spring splits. Dazzling, Roll Dizzy, T-Bates. We're coming back and we're going to bring you guys the next updates on all the Rocket League action. Gentlemen, how are we doing today? Chilling, chilling. Fantastic day. We got a lot to talk about. Base, how you doing over there? The orange Dewey, I see you. This ain't orange. What? This, this, gold, this, this, ain't, this ain't orange, man. This is definitely... Am I colorblind? What this, you talking this, about? This is definitely a cream. Oh, oh. Cream. Whoa, I didn't excited. Cream. Wait, hold on. All right, go ahead. It's like a tan, bro. Listen, the, the, hold on. It's like a salmon. Nah, bro. It's like <laughs> a cream tan, bro. For some reason, it does like orange on the camera, though. Let me see if I do something like this. Oh, no. Oh, no. Let's turn it back down. Maybe, yeah, maybe... Even maybe, more maybe, orange. Maybe if I do this... Hold on. Ah! Ew, ew. Yeah, we got chat saying peach, dark gold. Nah, cause no, y'all can see chat. Look, see? So my light goes, see, like, this is more the natural color. But then I get that nice <laughs> little gold, that little gold tint. And it complement my brown skin. And then all of a sudden, so that's why I go for the gold on the camera. I'm like this. And it looks good like that. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Listen, there's a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot, there's a lot of preparation and time put into making sure that the lighting is just right in the base establishment. That's right. Speaking of preparation and time, we're bringing on somebody here on this show that spent a lot of time in preparation, making a great video for us. If you guys were paying attention, let's throw up the tweet. Before we get into the video, I just have to let all of you know that over fifty percent of our viewers, fifty percent, are not subscribed to the channel. We are on the road to fifty thousand subscribers by the end of the year, and we need your help to get there. So please hit the subscribe button, hit that like button, and enjoy the video. Because again, we got to just inform you, and just in case you missed out, First Touch had a competition on, uh, I believe, version one versus Vitality, who was going to have that great argument there. And if it is right there, one chance to be on First Touch, here's your opportunity to reply to this tweet with a video. Two minutes tops of you arguing one way or another of the question below which team you think is better in the spring vitality or v1 winners will be announced april 23rd good luck as you can see there's a lot of a lot of interaction on that tweet below and a lot of people had submitted videos of course let's take a look at what some of you guys had to say when it comes to comparing the success in the future spring split between Vitality and V1, I have to go back to chemistry. Zen might go down as the singular goat within Rocket League. He's that good. The problem is he hasn't been playing since then. Sizen has been the starter. You don't put Zen in for scrims consistently. You don't put them in on boot camps to get work with the team of Radisson and Alpha 54 because you don't need to. Sizen is the starter. He's the one gonna be playing. You need to make sure they're locked in and feeling comfortable with the roster. So even if Zen has gotten some touches and some reps with the team, they haven't been consistent up until right about now. They have the off season between splits to get comfortable, but we've seen in former teams like G2 using Atomic for the first time that the first regional typically goes kind of rocky just because they're not used to each other. You have to change play styles. You can't just swap size now with a player with a completely different skill set and play style and expect things to go well. Meanwhile, when you look at V1, Daniel comes in and works with beast mode. A player he has experience with, comfort with, and he likes playing with. They play 2v2 tournaments. They wipe the floor with most of them, if not all of them, except for one off the top of the dome, Hoodie's 2v2 tournament 
sponsored by Medify back in the day. They came in top four in that one, and honestly, we're very close to going even farther. But the thing is, the X factor within all of that is Calm. Calm is a utility player, one of the better second men within RLCS when he is on his game. And I think if you have two players coming into the roster who already have synergy and like playing with each other, and it's not going to be a lot of overlaps and a lot of confusion, and then you pair that with a third in Calm who's main strength as a player is specifically filling in the gaps and playing where he needs to be based on where his other two teams mates are just pure positional knowledge then my bets on v1 they're going to start stronger and more importantly they're going to endure with that consistency throughout the rest of the spring split as well We are welcoming Danger Taco on the show. And don't worry, Danger Taco, we're gonna talk about what you said in just a second. But of course, we saw Taco's video. There was a bunch of people submitted who submitted their own in the competition, and Tacos did have the most compelling argument for the time. Danger Taco, welcome to First Touch. Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, it's been it's been a fun time to be able to watch this and now being on it. It's a great honor. I didn't expect to have to make a tweet about it, but I tried to whip something up and I'm glad at least some people seem to like it. Absolutely, absolutely. And like I said, we're going to talk about that the, the argument you made in just a moment. I heard a little bit of it, and of course, everyone's already in the Twitch chat. Guys, just so you know, it was made before last weekend. So, of course, we'll talk about that in the results a little bit later. But uh, as we go into the topic, though, version one versus vitality, there were other people who had their own videos that they, were, they, they submitted in terms of this competition, we want to give some honorable mentions, shout outs there. Let's roll the tape on those. Listen, the problem with both of these rosters is that one of them has to be better than the other one. We've got, the question is, which team is going to perform better? What if they perform the same? Did we ever consider that? What if they perform the exact same? What if they look the same? What if they place the same? What if they're the exact same going into LAN? How are we going to know which team's better? What if they perform the same way at LAN? They both finish top four without playing each other. What if they both finish top four without playing each other? What happens then? What happens then? What happens Zen? Yeah. How about you think about that? Rolled is. I'm coming for your job. Good afternoon, First Touch. My name is Funsky. I am a brand new YouTuber. And I've got an opinion and you may or may not want to hear it. So you asked Twitter, who is going to do better in the upcoming split, Vitality or version one? And I think I have a pretty clear cut answer and you might not like it, who knows? Team Vitality will do better than version one in this upcoming split and I'll tell you why. Team Vitality, they have Alpha, Redosin, Sizen, right? They make the major, they do pretty well, right? Top eight. Obviously you've got a player like Zen waiting in the wings, you get knocked out of the tournament, somebody's got to go. Unfortunately, Sizen got the chopping block, but you've still got Alpha, Redosin, and then now you're plugging in this insane player that people have much less experience playing against in a competitive 3v3 setting. And there's something about French lineups that they just click a lot quicker than a lot of other people happen to. Now, if we're looking on the other side, version one, you got Calm, you got Beast Mode, you switch out Torment for Daniel. This is a change that I have no idea if it's going to work out right away or not. I think eventually this team is going to be one of the greatest teams ever in the game. But right now, I think the change of having the back line in Torment to the very front line in Daniel is going to be just a little bit too much mixing around, and they won't quite get used to playing with each other right away. Now, am I biased? 
No, of course not. I'm a huge fan of RLCS through and through. I don't care who wins as long as I got some entertaining games. Carmine Corp won the last major. Vatir is the greatest player in the world. Sure, I might not look at him and be, that's my favorite player in the world, but I can at least appreciate what I'm seeing in front of my eyes. Now, Vitality and version one, they're both going to have a little bit of shaky starts just to get used to things. But I think Vitality overall is going to be towering over version one in results. And I genuinely think for the split coming up, version one won't be as strong as Vitality will be. But come Worlds, they're going to be a force to be reckoned with. So I am looking forward to seeing it. I hope you guys are too. And I hope this pitch works. Hello, everyone. I am HVC Luke, current RLCS coach in the region of South America. And I just finished analyzing on my stream BDS, SG Vitality, and Version 1's roster changes. To keep this short, I believe Version 1 will and should do better than Vitality. To get to this conclusion, first we have to look at team skill. Version 1 clear Vitality in this field. They more efficiently and effectively cover the three necessary areas of the field, which of course are on the ball, support, and off-ball pressure. Vitality are still a solid team, but their structure is not as consistent as even other teams around the top of their region. This poor structure leads to teammates filling in the same position at times, and even leads the team, the team not having off-ball pressure at all. Due to this, opponents are normally able to not only gain more pressure on offense, but fend off more pressure on defense. Version 1 wins the team battle. Version 1 also wins the individual battle when you compare the players. Zen and Daniel both raise the mechanical scaling of both their teams, but Zen is slightly better at reading the play, which puts him slightly above Daniel in regards to the individual smarts. However, when we look at Alpha 54 and Beast Mode, both are, are very smart and similar smart-wise, but Beast Mode is better than Alpha mechanically. Alpha is not the Alpha of old, and even though he is still consistent and has his moments, Beast Mode has a far higher ceiling and is even more consistent when doing so. So, Common and Rodosin, though, are very similar, stre similar strength-wise, both very similar, but Rodosin has far more weaknesses individually that leads to more lapses in pressure. This combined with the weaker team structure causes far more goals against than normal. This shows again on the individual side version 1 being better than Vitality. Luckily for Vitality, Europe does have more teams that tend to have a worse structure than North America, which means that when Zen improves the consistency of Vitality, they should have an easier time making the major. However, version 1 are improving their team skill, consistency, and now their individual skill so now they should be able to not only make it to the top but raise the ceiling as well so be sure to follow at first touch rl on twitter for a chance to be featured on the show and give all your takes for everybody to be able to judge on this twitch channel roll this he's coming for your job be careful. What happens? I, I, I almost Zen. had a duck right there. Yeah, yeah what happens, Zen, right? No, bro. First off, you didn't even pick a side. Stop talking about you coming for my job. What we do on First Touch is we pick a side and we argue it. You stayed in the middle, all right? First off, decide what side you're going to pick. And then you could come for my job, little boy. But nah, that was funny. That was funny. I had to laugh at that. I was like, he's like, bro, this. I'm coming for your job. <laughs> like this whole argument to the point at the end was crazy. <laughs> I did not expect that. Oh man, that was, that was... But as you can see, okay. everybody has different feelings about version one and vitality, right? This is this has been a conversation, and obviously we're gonna dive deep into it. Um, starting with Taco, you made the video, but now you've seen him play both teams played over the course of last weekend. You still, you still. Uh, Feeling the same way now, or have your opinions changed up? I don't know. 
because I think if this conversation was also about Carmine Core, they're like, well, Carmine's washed now because they got eliminated by Monaco in that same Rising Stars tournament. So mm. I think it's a little tough. I was a little worried after that one. I saw some of the results. And I'm thinking, okay, that's that's not the best. V1 did not make this easy on me. But watching back a couple of the games, they got swept by complexity within, I believe, the Steel Series event. And watching back that replay, I could not count how many crossbars were hit by v1 during that a game i believe on a forbidden temple game they had about four in the space of two minutes and watching through that series the offense looked great they just really were not finishing well and i'm fine with that because if you're imprecise but still getting opportunities and doing i don't know if you've even seen the kickoffs v1 doing fake kickoffs into off the wall redirects to pre-jump redirects into goal like daniel and beast mode already look really good i'm still feeling pretty confident about it granted vitality also looks insanely good they won that tournament but uh, up until i see them play against a top top team uh I, I don't know yet moist is still in a roster transition they beat them in that final and i think they had to beat G, uh g1 yeah, they beat with a uh, new play as well in the semis so still very good teams but i was i was really looking forward to that carmine uh test since they were on the other side of the bracket mm. okay well, we could dive in. we could dive into vitality a little later. Let's talk about the roster mania right now. Roster moves went on. Uh, let's t we have an image of all of the notable transfers. If you guys don't know who's on what team, let's get that on the screen right now. Ixo went from Quadrant to Oxygen. Of course, everyone knows Daniel went from Space Station Gaming to version one. Cash went from Oxygen to Moist. Oli went from a free agent. Remember, he was on Oxygen. Now he's playing on G1, like we had mentioned earlier. And Rise from Oxygen to BDS. And then Zin from, obviously, Vitality's Bench to now being on the main roster. Vitality had let go of Sizen after the Winter Major. So... Let's get into the nitty gritty. We gotta we gotta go around the room and ask who won. Who are the winners of the trade window? Because there's a lot of moves and there's some pretty big moves here that are gonna shake up the rest of the season. Well, I want to start with you. I think. Well, I want to start off by saying Mark can't catch a break, but uh, he did underperform a little bit, so I, I kind of see that move going in, and Oli has been on the bench. I, I don't know what to expect from Oli at this point, to be honest. He's, he's taking the split off. But obviously the winners are the two teams that we've had this discussion about, which is V1. They got Daniel off of uh, SSG roster. I never thought Daniel would leave. Um, I never thought SSG would get rid of Daniel. But then you got Zen as well, who was sitting on the bench. He's the next coming of the game, the next, the next superstar everybody's raving about. So I think Vitality has to be the winner. They, I mean, it's it's not even like the the roster move was inevitable. It was going to happen. It's not like we were waiting patiently for Daniel to join V1 or anything like that. Th those are just surprises. We were like, all right, Daniel and Beast Mode, they're finally collabing together. But Zen, we were, were patiently waiting. He was already inevitable. He was going to be on this Vitality roster. I think they're the biggest winner. Taco, what are you thinking? I, I mean, obviously, I think the same attention is on the same two picks. I, when I saw the Rise rumor come out, I actually, like, jumped out of bed when I saw that. I checked Twitter first thing, saw that, and thinking, that's a huge change. And I think everyone in the comments had the same response. It was like, no, not extra. But everyone also was like, if someone had to go, it feels like it would be extra because I think Seiko at his peak is one of the most elite players. Mm -hmm. Obviously, the same about Monkey Moon. And then it's kind of like you look at everyone, everyone kind of slowly turns to extra and goes, sorry, we'll try something else. And I don't think anyone can deny how good Rise is. He play, makes every team he's on better. I think everyone likes playing with him. 
And so that'll be interesting to see how that's going to change. I think BDS definitely not living up to their standards. That's a huge shift for them. Whereas V1 and uh, Vitality definitely have a huge infusion of skill in the rosters. The Rise one's like this wild card pick I didn't see coming. And I'm really interested to see how that chemistry is actually going to work out. So who's the winner? I, oh, oh, that's true. I did have to actually give it a definitive <laughs> winner. I still feel like uh, Zen is the uh, is this true pick here. I think Vitality is the ultimate winner. I think V1 has a good chemistry going, but Zen is like once-in-a-generation talent. I don't know if we're going to be seeing someone this dominant in the air for quite some time. Interesting. In, 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 interesting indeed. Damar, you sound like you want to go. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me, let me go real quick. So I'm thinking version one, right? They get rid of Torment. Been playing the game for a long time. A lot of people thought it was going to be Calm that was leaving the roster. But then they switch things up. Torment is retiring. They pick up Beast. They pick up Daniel and Beast Mode, put them together. Now you got two players that you think are absolutely unstoppable. In North America, for sure, that's probably the biggest move made. Version 1, 1, and A with that move. Obviously, they've been having a, a, a short start. In terms of the trade window, in terms of the trade window. Oh, okay, okay. Now, listen, listen to me. Listen to me. We're talking about the rest of the world here. I'm, I'm being. I'm admit, Taco, you were right. When I saw the rise to BDS move, I didn't think it was possible. The Frenchies have been tight knit. It's like a ball of yarn. It's gonna take way too much to unravel them. But they when they would rise, it had me thinking. I said. Maybe it's BDS. Maybe it's BDS. I feel like BDS could definitely, you know, that could bring them back into world championship contention. But then I saw that Odyssey tournament, Rising Stars Odyssey tournament that weekend. And I saw that man Zen go to the ceiling, jump off the ceiling. I saw Dorito. He was trying to put a hand up. He was forcing high. Zen went high. And then guess what? He put it straight down right under the crossbar all in the same play. <laughs> Vitality won the, tra the, the trade window. It's, it's clear cut. They've got high expectations going in, but the way they looked in that tournament, I think everybody should be watching that boy Zen to see what he does. This is great. All y'all are saying all the same things, and that means all three of y'all are wrong, per usual. As I, per usual, I got to be the one person on FT who comes in here and actually spits some knowledge. There's a clear winner of the trade window. It's not Vitality because there was no, they didn't make a trade. They already knew Zim was coming to play. They're automatically disqualified from this, from this conversation, but they wouldn't be the winners regardless. You knew Zim was about to play. It's not a winner of the trade window. He just became old enough to play Rocket League. Like, what he didn't do? They didn't trade him. They, they, they put that work in in the, uh, September, not, not, in the month of, not in the month of April. So then, but they wouldn't win him regardless. V1, Daniel, Beast Mode, that's great and all. That's up, that's up there in contention. But it's, of course, y'all, Taco and Demar, you both touched on it. It's mm -mm. BDS. Mm -mm. And it's not close. It's not close. They it's picked up Rise. Mm -mm. One of the best players of the past year. Paired them up with Monkey Moon and Seiko. Two of the other best. If you did the year, I know Rocket League moves fast. But if you did the year 2022, you have three players on the same team who you can argue are the best three players of last year. You can argue that. 
You can, you, you can argue that you can make it solid. And then also Quadrant. Quadrant, they disbanded BDS. They moved up. They didn't got to play the qualifier no more. They're all the make qualifier for the main. You, and you got Rise. You expect them to absolutely come out and perform. They busted the French bubble. And BDS, they're not in a prime position. New chemistry. A new perspective. And I believe they have a fresh set of eyes. And that's what BDS needs. Because they need that last year. I think, I think BDS, I think they just get tired of playing with each other at some point. They always need somebody to come in. And they're doing the same thing they did last year. They picked up Seiko and you saw what happened. And they're not trying to repeat history. They picked up Rise this time. And they want to go out and dominate. And I believe that's exactly what they're about to do. They are the clear winners. They moved from being maybe making a major to now I'm pretty, pretty confident that they'll be at the major. And that means something. BDS wins. How tight is that do-rag on your head, Bates? It's not tight at all. It's, pretty, say, it's pretty tight. It's cutting off blood circulation to the it's brain. You might need to all, loosen actually. that you up. See? Because see, clear, I don't understand. Right you said it yourself. Rocket League moves fast. And guess what? Those boys on BDS have been moving slow. Them replacing extra with Rise is not going to change the fact that Monkey Moon and Seiko have not been showing up on the field when they need to. They need to awesome. be able to show up and they need to be whoa, able to whoa, play. Whoa. Rise can only do up. so much. You, what you Monkey mean? Monkey Moon ain't been showing up. Whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa, hey, whoa, we're not whoa, talking about mean? stats here, Bates. We're not talking about stats. What you mean? We don't care about the stats. Whoa, Monkey Moon's always out there performing. There, there, there's, another, there's another series where I say, Monkey Moon, you didn't do your job. He's always doing his job. That's all I got to say. Now, Seiko, Seiko's been, in, Seiko's been off this season. But now with Rise, I expect him to pick it back up. I, I expect him to pick it back up. Just because they got that championship caliber, defending world champions for a reason. And I do believe that they have all, they have all the potential in the world. They got all the players in the world. Now they got to go out there and perform. They got to go okay, out there and perform. You. you compare Vitality to BDS. Which team's better? Right now? No, which team's better? Yes, right now. Vitality. Vitality? Vitality's better right I'm now. I'm not talking about results. I'm talking about on paper. I'm talking about Vitality. right now. Yeah. Paper. Vitality. Okay, we're talking Vitality. about how, how both play teams are playing right now with Team Vitality. No, 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 no. I'm talking about on paper. You even talked about Alpha being top six, <laughs> and, you, they, they, uh, and then uh, they're uh, adding Zen? It, it's, it's Vitality. You can't question it. No, 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 no. I think it's close, but I think BDS edges them out slightly. Where? In terms of like at their peak? No, I'm talking about right now. It's on paper. You got three players versus three players. Who's better? It's BDS. No, it's Vitality. It's Vitality. Oh, it's Vitality. If it's a best of seven, Max is going to six. I'll give Ooh, BDS two insane. games. That, that, no, that's crazy. I, I think six is too much. Oh, you said six is too much. going to five. It's going to five. I, I it might be four. <laughs> you haven't even seen Zen play in the RLCS game yet. We didn't see the play against RLCS teams. We haven't seen Rise play with this BDS team yet. You already okay, said sure. it you won the trailer window. Okay, but I've seen what Rise has I've seen what Rise has And I've, I've seen, seen what Seiko and Monkey Moon have done this season. And I've seen them miss out on two majors. Interesting. I would say, I would say, I would say, in terms of results, Vitality's better. But in terms of being on, on paper, paper, BDS has one of the best rosters in, in, in the world. In the world. Okay, Bates, I got a question for you. How much more impact is Rise going to have? What is the difference between Rise and Extra? I mean, they're two completely different players. Okay, no, 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 but but explain. <laughs> like, what what's the difference between those two players? Rise. So so Extra's Extra's a leader. He's a he's a game he's a game game manager. He does all the little things to make to try to elevate his teammates. Rise is an impact player. If you need slots, Rise got you. If you need pressure, Rise got you. If you need assist, Rise got you. Rise is gonna make sure you know that he is on the field. Him and Extra are two different, two different types of players. So it's gonna be interesting to see. I think Monkey Moon's gonna take even more of a third man role now, and he's gonna let Seiko and Rise just go up front and dominate. 
I think that's exactly how I think that's how they're gonna play. I think it's how you gotta play Rocket League nowadays. And I and I think for them, they made a move. If you you don't you don't bench extra without feeling that you can really make that push for the world championship. Cause extra is he's too credentialed, he's too great, he's too talented. So if you if you bench extra, you gotta go pick up somebody with the caliber, the prestige, and with the wherewithal you know you can make the world championship push. They picked up Rise, one of the best in the game. He was just in the finals with a moist team who nobody expected back in Rotterdam. Made it all the way to the finals with that squad. And now, now he's on BDS. This so is like blasphemy. BDS. Look, that's right. BDS. That's right. Look, I'm yeah. not denying that Rise is a great player. Rise is definitely a great player. We've seen him impact teams even in this lot, like this season alone. He's had a major final, and then he also had a major. What did Oxygen place? What was it? Top eight? Something around yeah. that line. No doubt, Rise is gonna have an impact to this BDS squad. But Rise is not the problem. Rise is a solution uh, to a problem that has been played three they, players. Thank you. That's why they want. That's why. That's why they want. Cause he's the solution. He's about. He's about. He, he's about. He's the. He's the. He's the. He's the vaccine. He's the cure. He's about to come to BDS and he's about to absolutely show people exactly how great he is. He's about to elevate Monkey Moon back to being one of the best in the game. And Seiko's gonna take advantage of this as well. BDS, I believe they won the trade window. Okay. They moved from. They moved from being a team who was sitting around eighth and eighth in EU, eighth seventh EU at the moment in terms of current form. But Rise, I got him already. Already back in my top five, easy. Maybe even top three. Top three. Top three. That's a massive leap, like an unrealistically massive leap. I think I think if regional one's gonna be really interesting. Oh, if the open actually sees BDS pop off, awesome. But I also I feel like to give credence to your argument, Bates, BDS does have probably one of the best kind of like hop backs into form I've seen because they had an atrocious major right before World Championship, and everyone's like, ah, oh, no, that's just that was just not it. And then they just all pulled it together and then won it all. They so, won the World Championship. Yeah, so maybe they can still do that. Maybe it's just the late season. Maybe they just kind of fall into a lull near the end, but then they can, like, peak when it matters. I don't know if the clutch factor is there. Granted, Rise is a great clutch player. I don't know if right off the bat you're going to see that big of an improvement, considering I feel like at the top, Carmine has ascended since then, and I think Vitality, if they start clicking a bit more. Uh, I, I've been a huge fan of watching, actually, the Radisson Ascendance. I think Radisson. he used to be a player that kind of blends in the background, and now... You could say, even before Zen, and even with Zen, people are still saying he's probably mm -hmm. the best player on that squad. <laughs> I don't know who's saying I don't know who's saying that. Hey, listen, Radisson, I talked to you at the major. He's a good guy. Definitely not the best on that team, though. That's not, that's not going too far here, Taco. That's not going too far. <laughs> I, I don't know. You guys, I mean, I've seen enough podcasts are all seeing where you guys are doing top 10 lists, and Radisson's high up there, higher than Alpha 54. Zen definitely has a high what? peak, but like whether or not he can actually blend into the threes and actually you watching? the game as much. Ain't watching this. Yeah. Right? Hey. pretty high up on a I decent think, amount of lists. I think Radisson is the like the majority. most consistent. He's definitely the most consistent on that team. Most consistent. I, I, tend to, I tend to favor the players who are more consistent personally. I, I think mm. there's a lot of players that have high peaks and low floors. I mean, and I, I'm not a huge fan of that. Zen oh. might be the most consistent moving forward, but, but I think Radisson at the current moment, he is definitely the most consistent. No. He, does, no he doesn't mess up. No chance. No chance. Alpha 54 definitely most consistent on that team. Clear. Clear. Alpha clear. has peaks. No, he Alpha has, has peaks, also, and that's what you well, like to he, see. You like to see him twirling in the air for no reason, bro. And then he and then he hits like one one spectacular shot, two spectacular shots a series, and you're like, yep, he's the best on the team. This is why he's top six. He's he's, he's doing this. No one else could do this. But Radosa, he's he's getting clutch saves. He's getting clutch assists. He's he's he's, he's knocking in shots when he needs to knock in shots. He's he's the most consistent player on the team. 
Well, I'd maybe say it's analogous to Ita the Itachi Vatira relationship. I think Itachi is also a phenomenal player that has come into his own. Yeah, no, no, like Let's just go to the next one. I ain't got time. <laughs> I, mean, I ain't yeah, got time for the nonsense of an argument. Too far to the that side. is a nonsense of an argument. <laughs> no, this is gonna be great. This is gonna be. This is gonna be great. Because the next question on the table: Who is the most talented roster in the RLCS? Not we're not talking about you know all all this other stuff game sense. If we're talking pure individual talent, which team has the best out of all three players that they have on their roster? Let me give get some time to think about it. Let me see. Why don't you go to yourself? Me first. Ooh. Individually talented rosters in RLCS. You take your time on to think about I would probably about say two days ago. I know, but <laughs> I, I would probably say, man, it's tough because you got FaZe. FaZe have, you know, they got first killer, Miss Typical, all really good individually. But yeah. I think I'm going I'm I'm gonna go Yeah. Carmen Corp. Not a chance. Not a I'm chance. I'm gonna go Carmen Corp. What? I'm going Carmen Corp. Most Carmen talented? Corp. Carmine yeah. Corp, the most talented team. Bro, yeah, you're out of your game, mind. Bro. This man's insane. I'm going they KC might, on like, like, <laughs> like, In terms mind. of pure talent, they're not the most talented roster, bro. Nah, nah. If you had like game sense and all that, like chemistry, cohesion, then they're the best team in the mm -hmm. world. But pure talent? Nah, nah. Not a chance. Not a chance. Bro, who's the best? Who's the most talented team in the world, bro? I'm going to keep my bias out of it. You already know I was going to pick FaZe. But if I got to go non-biased, it's Team Vitality. They, got, they just added Zen. And, and Alpha, Alpha, Alpha's still a dog, and especially with the reticent ascension right now, he, he's ascending into greatness between these three players. It, I, I just, I, you can't argue it, man. You, you look on paper, man. Alpha, Alpha's already been at the top. They had in Zen. He's the new prodigy, and now you got nah, bro. Nah, it's, it's good. It's that's a good shot on the fat. That's a good shot on the vitality. Taco, Taco, what you thinking? I mean, I'm struggling a little bit with the definition we're going with because it's like talented in terms of like individual mechanics, individual that a prowess, kind of shows or just prowess. I mean, V1 comes to mind because I think people forget how mechanical calm can be when he gets a solo play going. And I think Vitality is a really high up their team. I think that V1 still for me when I look player to player, I'm like, man, that's just an insanely high mech ceiling that they have, and I I feel like that would be my pick completely taking it out of the context of like actual team just like looking at each player got to put into their slot there we go okay and before okay. bbs comes out okay there's there's <laughs> there i mean there's a clear answer is face his face is the most right. talented roster in all of cs i don't i mean i just it just they just are they just they they just are you got first killer you got nick costello and then you got typical bro like no team can match that that's that's the most talented roster in all of cs they fit if phase figures it out phase should win like, like, if like that. figures it out, no. What are, yeah. we, what are we talking about? What are we talking yeah, yeah, about? Yeah. What, we were talking no, no, about FaZe priming becomes... when Yo, Miss was hitting the hitting flip reset goals. They were talking about, oh, wait, Miss is hitting flip resets? Oh, FaZe is awesome. That's the most talented roster in Like, what? That's the, that's the most talented roster in all sets. But I think coming after that, then you got, like I said, I already talked about it. You got BDS in there somewhere. You got BDS in there. I think they edge out Vitality a little bit. I think they add Vitality a little bit. Vitality's up there as well. And then after that, well, you got to go like Liquid. You got to go Liquid. Liquid. You got to go Liquid. 
Like you yeah. gotta go liquid. Like it don't. But I think Phase is the best in terms of pure talent. And then, then like I think it's those three teams next up. But of course, then you gotta start adding in the chemistry, and the cohesion, the comms, the teamwork, the friendships, the relationships, and everything. And that's what really starts to differentiate teams at the top. That's why Carmine is the best team in the game right now because of their chemistry, because of their cohesion, because they play for each other. Not because they're the most talented roster. I think people get that a little com conflated. You don't have to be the most talented team to win a to win a tournament. You just have to be the best team, and mm -hmm. that, and 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 that's what really matters. But Faze is the best, most talented, most talented roster in all CS. And I don't think I don't think there's any conversation to be had. Uh, no, it's definitely a conversation to be had because I don't know how you got yeah, two people gonna, saying I'm Faze. not going to argue against it. You know? Yeah, of course that's you're not you. That's all you. You probably just slid him something to get that vote. Cause what? Slid? Wait, wait. I don't need nothing from him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on. good, man. You chilling? You chilling? You see this backdrop, bro? Nah, <laughs> talk about see this backdrop. That's crazy. <laughs> don't talk to me about that backdrop. We get in that backdrop. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you vibe. Let you cook. Y'all can let us know what you think. But what's the chat thing, bro? Ah! Mm. All right, we, we, we can do a little. We can do a poll. We can do a poll. How about that? What, Between what's chat, what's, what's chat thing, man? We got five different options here. Who? Do, what teams do we want to put on that top five? Oh, you gonna let them vote? I just want to let the chat. Chat. Oh, you want to just let them vote? Okay. Yeah, chat spam. Just, who's the most? Who's that. the most talented roster in all CS? We got Liquid. We got someone said Falcons. Ooh, somebody said Fury. Fury, I saw that. Someone said Quadrant. Respect, Cooking. Vitality, Phase, quadrant. Liquid, Phase. <laughs> <laughs> bro, who's a lot of Liquid. A lot of uh, Falcons, Liquid. Falcons would be up there too somewhere. Okay, bro. They the need machine? To ban that. The, the, the machine NRG, the the NRG spammers need to get banned. Okay. <laughs> no, honestly, honestly, I respect the Falcons pick. I think that's actually, in a way, their downside when I watch them play as a team is when they're Some like voice. looking for passes. They look disgusting, but then the moment they start falling behind in clutch games, it feels like they all just turn into ones players, and then they just fall apart. No, I'm not. I'm gonna give it. Yeah, I'm gonna, I, I hear the people who are saying moist right now. They look crazy, Mickey, in that uh, Rising Star tournament because I, I don't know yeah, what it is. I, I talked to I talked to Cash after they had won a series, and I think it was against Monaco, and he was like, "Bro, it's it's easy, bro. I feel like I'm watching fidget spinners play." <laughs> <laughs> like, he's like he's like they just we just all just doing our thing like it's good the vibe's good the mech's good i was like okay and they look they looked really solid man if, you, if you're not a mechanical team but don't know how to like defend against mechanical players they will beat you so i that's a good shot it's a good shot for sure but look it's time to dive into it we've been talking about him here and there we said a part of he's part of the most talented team uh or some people say he's part of the most talented team uh but this team is definitely on top, at least at the current moment. Zen has arrived. Will Zen live up to the hype? Yeah, let's play that tape. Let's play that tape. Because one thing that I saw over the course of last weekend was absolute phenomenal. This man was going around teams, hey, under teams, English. through teams. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my bad. I didn't know this was a grammar class. Hold on, man. <laughs> Look it's at okay, this. Man. That's a that's, noise. That's a terrible defense. <laughs> <laughs> Someone put a hand though. Like that was awful. But this this, this is a really good shot. Yeah, I mean, ah, I mean, ah, like, ah, like what do you want nice to say? Shot. Like what can you? What it's, can you it's, say it's, it's 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 a great shot. It's hard to stop. It's hard to stop. I don't know if he means oh, oh. to get the double right off the top. Oh, he but, at, at, but after he gets the speed and he's just following it up, he's never gonna miss. It's just too he's just too consistent after that. He messes trolling. Look at the car message playing him. <laughs> like this, and I, like. Okay, this one yep. is against G1. 
Let me see what we got going on here. Oh, you gotta hit something crazy. Do it. Do something. Oh, oh, the setup, the pogo setup. The pogo. They didn't score. <laughs> what the heck? Alpha said, okay. okay I was about to say. That score. setup is crazy. You gotta stop somebody setting up pogo? Like, what? Nah, that. To, to look at the level of intimidation he already has on the field. Like, no one's mm -hmm. going up when he's going for a pogo. Like, he can hit a plan B. I'm trying to figure out what a hand is right here, though. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, you, you can just... Nah, this kid's about to dominate Europe because people are scared of him. Like, Cash, I need... I need Cash, I need a hand. Somebody, Juicy! Somebody put a hand up! And you don't put a hand up against that young man. He's dunking it every single time. That's like watching Michael Jordan just come in for a layup. You can't let that happen. <laughs> you gotta put a hand up. But, I mean... It's the consistency. I think that's I think that's what's really gonna scare and frighten a lot of people mm -hmm. because I don't think a lot of people are used to having to jump all the time for plays like that because that's not a common play. What he did on that last play is not a common at all. It's uncommon, of course, but then you just gotta get used to it. I think he's gonna change the game. I think he's gonna make it to where people really have to start respecting every single touch, no matter what. I think there's always this back in the mind unconscious thought of it that happens in pros and just Rock League players in general at a high level saying, he ain't gonna hit that. She ain't got that. <laughs> <laughs> but he does have it. And if you don't put a hand up, you're gonna be put in trouble. So, it's gonna be interesting to see. I'll answer the question though. Will he live up to the hype? The hype has him being the number one prodigy of all time in some people's eyes. He's automatically gonna come in and dominate. And but the hype, the hype hasn't been defined, so I don't really know where people are gonna go. What 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 what, what is like the general consensus for? He's about to the quote win unquote a lot. hype. He's gonna win a lot. He's gonna be the best player in Europe. He's gonna take over Europe. That's what everybody's saying. Even even professional players are saying that he's about to take over Europe. Ah. Uh, I think it's a fair assessment. I think I think not necessarily he's already shown it, but just it was the best possible one v one. So shout out to Fear and Johnny Boy for recognizing. Hey, let's set up some show match one v ones and showing just the mechanics, just to tease, just to be like, this is what he's capable of. And my biggest question coming into that Rising Stars was like, how does he mesh into threes? Because I think there was a lot of adjustments. Astro back in the day had to kind of be wrangled and be like, hey, you know how to play one v one, and you're pretty good at three v three, but you actually need to be able to use that skill in a way that helps your team rather than just try to like lock in, put the blinders up and be like, I'm just trying to carry this in. I think Zen has shown that he has pretty good vision and it's always nice to just kind of throw it deep and be like, hey, Zen, do something with this and know that he 90% of the time will put it on target. So it, it's definitely a good look. I think he has shown promise and I'm not disappointed by what I've seen. So I think he's certainly living up to the hype, whether or not he maintains it once we play against, as I mentioned, all RLCS teams is another thing. It's easy to say right now that Zen will live up to the hype. They win the Rising Star Tournament against a couple teams that are RLCS caliber, G1 and Moist respectively. But those teams were also coming off of roster moves and trying to figure things out for their own selves. It's going to be the question will really be asked once we see Team Vitality up against teams that will challenge them like mm -hmm. Carmi Corp with their defense, like Liquid with their mechanical ability of their own. Even this BDS squad would rise. Everybody is going to want a piece of that action. They're going to see this Team Vitality and want to say though the top teams, the ones who have the dog in them are going to look at that team and say, all right, give it your best shot. Let's see if we can take you down. So if Zen can overcome that, then I think, yes, he can live up to the hype. The first regional is going to be important for sure. So you're saying, yes, he will. Yeah. 
Okay, he's saying yes, Zim will live up to the hype. The hype has been defined as becoming the best player in the world. So, is mm -hmm. that what you're saying? Yep. He's about to dominate. Oh, you say the Domination. Too? Oh, look, what, I'm, what, I'm, what I was about to say is, you know what this reminds me of? Mm. Particular? This reminds me of back when somebody let me become a professional player and I had to pre-jump Justin. This is when Justin was in his prime <laughs> hitting everything and you had to jump or you're getting scored on. This is what this kid, the intimidation factor that this kid is about to have over the entire European region, knowing that one, he's from France, one, he's French. So so already he's, he's looked at a little bit differently because they, they, they're a region in itself. Two... This kid's dominating the one scene, so everybody's looking at all these replays. Uh, they see him playing against top players, and they see what he can do uh, in the air. Give him 100 boosts, and now we're seeing him in threes, and you still can't stop him. This kid's about to be dangerous. I think he's going to live up to the hype. Yeah, I think, I think he will as well. I think it's guaranteed. Not to become the best in the world, but I think it's guaranteed he's a legitimate top 10 player for many years to come. Uh, it's just hard for him not to be. <laughs> Now, in terms of winning, I think winning in Rocket League is very, very difficult. It's very team-dependent. It doesn't matter how great you are. It's just about how, how good you're only as good as your other two teammates. But he is on a great team right now. We'll see if that remains because, I mean, roster moves all over the place. That Vitality team, they might not be a thing by, by, by the time the spring split concludes. You never know. So it's just depending on who he's playing with. But him as an individual, I think he's guaranteed to be top 10. I still don't think he's the most hyped up prodigy of all time though i think people are, are forgetting how hyped up scrub was uh, i think they're stuck in a little recency recency bias people knew scrub was coming in he was bona fide top three in the world like the moment he came in and came on the pitch now there hasn't been a player like that since then it doesn't hit the pitch it hit automatically top three unless people are just engaging in hyperbole so yeah mm. but he'll live up to that he'll live up to that he'll be a top 10 player for years to come him dan and a couple others I think this top 10 in Rocket League, like Vati and stuff like that, that top 10 is not really going to change for the next foreseeable future. Okay. Where do we have Vitality placing this split? I got Where, him second. Placing? Yep. You got him second? Second in Europe, yeah. Mm. I think it's tough. This double elimination format, man, you never know what could happen. You never know what, but, but if, they, if, they, if they win their games based off predictions... I, I, uh, let's see here. Uh, I mean, I'll make the major. Yeah, make the major. But seating is kind of important in the major as mm -hmm. well, though, for that bracket. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I would say three. I'd say I have a tally at three. Taco. Uh, see, Liquid always feels like the team I can't really place down because I want to say they'd be third behind Liquid and Carmine. But to be honest. I'll go to go with two. I feel like Carmine is still untouchable because I, I think I agree with uh, what Rold is saying earlier. Is like you got to jump in the air, and Carmine is probably the best team I've ever seen at closing gaps on defense immediately. They are on you. They're basically pre-jumping you half the time. So it's it's pretty hard to beat that if if uh, all the highlights we're seeing are just off that. It, it'll be probably the biggest test for Vitality's offense. Man, it's nearly impossible to put them where you, where you want to put them. Oh man, uh. Hold on, I don't want to. I don't want to hear you contradicting yourself, Bates. Remember what you said about BDS. <laughs> I'm watching. Are <laughs> 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 you looking like that? Right? I'm watching. Whoa, 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 whoa! I said BDS won the trade window. Like they went from a they went from a team they went from a team that 
but it's basically in you nobody knew how to rate them and now i think people are going to rate them properly top five in europe that's the biggest change vitality went from a team that was already top five in europe and they added a player who is hopefully going to ascend them now the question is are they going to ascend to carmine phase the best in the game currently level that's the big question that remains to be seen that's impossible to, to ascertain given that Zen still hasn't played RLCS. I know he won the other tournaments, but Carmine's losing to Monaco in those type of tournaments. It's not the same intensity. Pros don't bring those that same intensity in those type of tournaments like they do RLCS. I think it's just a different playing field. Uh Vitality. Where do they finish? Uh mm, not one. <laughs> not, not, not no, one. give a definitive answer. <laughs> this is so blow. hard for him. <laughs> Bro, he doesn't want to give an answer. And I, I, it's just tough. It's just tough. I, I don't know. Um, <sighs> I think I said earlier BDS at two. When I didn't we say BDS at two. The so that means mm, if they're I not did, one, I mean, that means they're at least third. I never said BDS was at two. You said they were on paper. I'd like to roll back the table that up for that. What do you mean? No, I said BDS most, like, they're probably like the... Second or third most talented roster. That doesn't mean they're the most the second, second, third okay. best team. Okay. That's, that's that's two. That's two different things. Um, Mr. Flip Flop. It's not flip flop. <laughs> it's just all about definitions, definitions, and being intentional with the words that I say. <laughs> Give me vitality and put them in. Put them in at two. Put them in at two. Put them in at two. I'm surprised. Put them in at two. I'm I like surprised. I like I like vitality at two. Liquid's cringing right now. They're actually absolutely heated. But it's okay, though. It's okay, though. Vitality at two. Alpha 54 is in. Second best team. Second best team in Europe, probably. At the moment. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That's yeah. really interesting. But I think it's close, though. I think BDS, I think Liquid, they're right there with them. I think those two teams are right there with them. In my, so in my opinion, I think Vitality could be number one by the end of the split. See that's the CC. That's where it gets. That's where it gets iffy. That's where it gets iffy. Because Wait, you don't think so? No, I don't think so. I don't think anybody's being that bad man. Bad man on vitality. I know vitality on oh, Carmine. He, Carmine, the clear best player in the world, ain't giving that up. Man, he ain't giving up anytime soon. He knows these young boys. Especially, he knows these young boys want to take him out, and he's just not letting it happen. He's just not letting it happen. He he's just dominated too much. That's he's gonna not, be he's, one of the. That's gonna be one of the most hype matchups. We, <laughs> everybody gonna be looking at that matchup, by uh, versus Zen. That's like pay per view. Yeah, it is. It is pay per view. <laughs> it is pay per view. Listen, I'll listen. I'll I'll, 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 I'll pay for some exclusives. I'll pay for some exclusives. <laughs> me personally, just because of extra insight on that matchup. Who wins that matchup? Just, 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 just curious. Just based off of, just based off the rosters right now. Between Karma Ooh. Corporate Vitality. Oh, right now. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to KC right now. That's KC all the way. Vitality, that would be a learning experience for them. Yeah, Zen got to get humbled first. It's like it's like the 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 Rocky movie, the Cree movie. Like he got he got to lose first, and then he got to come back with a. <laughs> keep in mind, if that happens to Oral CS, that's match of the day. So <laughs> I think it goes seven. Watching that. Oh well, yeah, it goes seven. I can see seven. I, I think it goes seven. seven. But I just, I just think Vati's too great. I've seen him too. I've seen him do it too many times. He's gonna come up and clutch it and champions feel like he always does. But I think it goes seven. Taco, you have enough time to think. You, I need you in on this, okay? I mean, I, I feel like with Vitality, they're incredible squad. I feel like Carmine's defense is just as good as really their offense, and I think that's actually what frustrates a lot of teams is that they get 
knock down pretty much in the midfield continuously. I know Bates said that Carmine is very counterattack heavy previously, is that they just finalize people. Oh. But, but I oh. feel like that's a, that's a fairly accurate point. I wouldn't say it's entirely what they do, but I think Oh, wait, it's, you think oh, it's awful. accurate? Oh, no, good. don't say that. <laughs> that's, that's a good, that's a good take. It's about to start that's blushing. That's a good take. That's that a good the take. reason why they score a decent amount of counterattacks is because offenses get frustrated. They feel like they have to push really aggressively, that's, and then they that's all right. eventually overcome it. That's right. Taco, I got a video for you after this, Taco. I got a video for you, Taco. I got a video Why are you bringing it up? I know they got a whole bunch. I don't need me. I don't need to go make an hour and a half video about why I'm right. You know why? I just know. Now nah, I let everybody no, else try to know. go make an hour and 30 minutes about video. And you all can go listen to Johnny Boy propaganda all y'all want as he cherry picked the definition. He cherry picked the definition of counterattack because he said, as long as the other team touches the ball, it's not a counterattack. That's nonsense. Get that out of here. You can touch the ball accidentally and still be a counterattack. So I just want to let y'all know. I just want to let y'all know since it got brought up. I know they got a whole bunch of Johnny Boy fans in here. I, I know they got a whole bunch of statisticians that are making up charts right now saying, actually, base, they're only have a 47.2 percent of the time on their on their own half oh that's just all semantics because when it comes down to the eye test they're our defensive the team test. first and that's all i gotta say that's all i gotta say real quick base what's uh what's your definition of a counterattack? A, a definition of counterattack when when you when a team has been generating pressure against you they eventually overcommit or you score and they overcommit, and then you take advantage of that. You go one, two back down, and it doesn't have to be an immediate goal. It could be within this first, like, 10 to 15 seconds of you just, like, the team's, like, they're panicking because they've overcommitted, so they got rushed back. They might save their initial, but then you score, like, off the next touch or something. That's the counterattack. A lot of teams do okay. that. It's not it's, – it's, it's not – I think it's a little bit more – it gets a little more – it gets a little more – I guess wishy-washy because then you then you get into more like conversations where if a team then you stay they stop they settle down and then they're like then you have to play offense or 30, 30 seconds to a minute. Carmine doesn't need to usually do that more more times not because their counterattack is so great. Their initial fifteen seconds, twenty seconds on offense, uh, putting on pressure is just the best in the game. So so that's that's why I see it. Okay, I'm waiting for the next Johnny Boy video revised. <laughs> where they come to attack it. He's gonna watch all the replays again with that knowledge in mind. We'll see, we'll see how that goes. But <clears throat> very, very interesting, very interesting. Something else that's just as interesting is rise to BDS. Let's take let's move on to the next topic here. We talked about it a little bit at the beginning of the show, but let's really dive deep here. Did BDS make the right move in picking up Rise? Is this what BDS needed to get back to the top? We, we we had Bates' opinion initially. Uh, I want to start with Taco here on this one. How do, how do you feel? I think it's the right move. It's a difficult thing to accept, I think, for a lot of people. Not necessarily that people are 100% against it, but I think it's hard to break up a team at one world championship. But you look at their splits. I mean, yeah, they're finishing. I, would th I think they throughout this entire season, BDS have not finished outside of top 12, I think, in any regional. But... That's not the standard that you accept. You're like, oh, BDS World Champions, you should be top six or something within every single event, minimum. And the fact that they're not making a change and bringing in a player like Ryze, who I think everyone knows is a very clutch player, at the very least, like, it's referred to him as like a field general kind of, like IGL kind of player. I think that's really important to have. And I think it, having a solid foundation to build from is good. I still also agree with the point, though, that 
even though that's a huge pickup and I do think it will improve BDS, I don't think that extra was the problem. I think it was the inconsistencies of the other two that seem to be more the issue. I don't know if it's internals. We don't know, like, you know, Monkey Moon tweeted out about how he's having a lot of mental difficulties and maybe that's holding them back or something. Seiko maybe just have something happen with their game. Controller's broken. Who knows? Get him a new cord. But I think BDS still <laughs> will be <controller>. improved. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's always a controller. You gotta, that's why you always have extras. But I think BDS improves from this, and I think this is a good move. Whether or not it propels them back to where they were, I think that's a different story. But I definitely think it improves the roster, and that's all that matters in a roster move. Mm. That's, and that, that's, that's interesting. He said everything, and, and, and the, lo the, lo the logic, it, it adds up. I've been struggling with this question. Cause the, the the key word to me is like the right move. The, is, is it like the right move? And to and to me, to be honest, and like I I I hype I see it on paper, and they could they could potentially do it. But to 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 me, and just this current like state of Rocket League and how so many roster moves happen. To me, I don't I don't think it was the right move I, because because it doesn't guarantee world championship. No. It's just so so if it's not guaranteeing world championship, then I don't think it was the right move. You have well, you a just, what? You just went on this whole thing about this team being contested with a top two finish with vitality, but you don't guarantee it's gonna be a world championship. It's not guaranteed. That it's not guaranteed. Like you, they're they're a top five team in EU. I think now. I think that's the minimum floor. I don't. I, I think that I think they also could have been top five EU with extra. I think that has a lot to do with whatever's going on with them. They could have been top five with extra as well. The question is, they don't automatically vote better than Carmine with this move. On paper, sure, but in terms of team chemistry and everything, no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> so, and also they made such a big deal last year about how they needed needed the French comms. Remember that was a big deal with Mark. Mm -hmm. They needed the French comps. Oh, and, 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 oh okay, well, and then and, 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 nope, well, and then now, and then now, and then now, they don't need them anymore. And so that, that, that's 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 a big question. That's a big question mark to me. And I just feel like if you're gonna drop extra, convention is effectively just dropping them at this point in Rock League. So if yeah. you're gonna drop extra. You need to make sure that you can win the world championship. When they met, when they dropped Mark, they added Seiko, and they were they were already one of the best teams in the game. And then they added Seiko, who's the arguably the best player in the game up to that point, or the best player of the year so far. That, that basically guaranteed them the world championship. Like that, like, it, like it would have to be absolute choke job for them not to be in that grand final in my eyes, or like at least in the semis going up against Moist or a G two. Those are the three best teams in the game last year. So. I don't know if it was the right move. Cause extra, you, I, I think he's earned another split. I think every person on that team earned another split playing together and just seeing what happened. You're defending world champions. You can figure it out. And if it ultimately doesn't end up occurring, then you can make the roster moves after the season's over. But to make the move arise now, I think it's a little disrespectful to extra. And I don't think it guarantees them what what they're trying to accomplish so i don't think it was the right move i think it's extremely disrespectful to extra i don't think extra belongs on anyone's bench right now i think he's been performing pretty well this this split regardless of results i, I think a lot of it has to do with 
maybe internal factors and other factors because you can't take a team that just won the entire thing and then actually they just slowly and and rocket league moves fast so they the skill level that they've they were at it, but it can't drop off this hard like it, it's it, impossible for it to drop exactly. off this hard exactly. in skill so i think the players specifically all three of them fantastic talents extra should not be on anyone's bench extra should be starting but if we're talking about the right move if they want something that's going to win and i know we talked about rise uh, rise has talked about uh he's hinted at why he specifically made a move or wanted out of oxygen and we might touch on that a little bit later but uh just knowing that he has two players that have already done it, I've already won, and maybe he thinks that these guys will be motivated just with a new move. It will be something fresh. So maybe it is a right move for this roster. They'll have someone fresh, someone new, someone who's want to, wanting to win, motivated to win. He, he just and, and I'm not saying extra wasn't that, but it's just a new face, which, which will create a new dynamic, a new atmosphere for this roster, and maybe bring in a little bit more motivation. And on paper... I think a lot of people would argue that Rise is better than Extra. I mean, on yeah, paper. it's an improvement so, on paper. So, mm. yeah, yeah. So, it, it, in my opinion, it is the right move for this roster. I don't. Uh, with that being said, I still don't think Extra belongs on a bench. He should be playing for another team. I see what everyone is saying here, and I do want to agree with a couple of things here, saying that yes, Extra, very talented player, definitely shouldn't be playing on a bench, um, but. I also want to look at kind of some of the optics here as well. Where's extra going to go? Team Liquid are making a roster change. Moist already picked up cash. Oxygen, I really don't think Oxygen will even be the place for extra. So they're picking up EXO, that's whatever. G1 had already picked up Oli. They made their change. Carmen's not going to make a change. Vitality's not going to make a change. And if extra going to Germany, that's just not going to happen. BDS clearly recognized the amount of talent that extra has. And they're probably trying to sell them at the same time. So knowing that, them still paying him salary while also making sure that he was on or trying to get him on a good team, I do think that I agree with them when I say that they did try their options, but where is he going to go? That's going to really be a good place for him that's going to showcase his talent. He should be a free agent going to German Amigos and then not placing well in events or something like that. He should be on a top team. So if they can't mm -hmm. find him a home, then yes, keeping him on the roster, giving him salary, still allowing him to, to scrim with other teams and things like that, that's important. If Now, that is, that is me assuming that he is a salary. I don't think he's an unrestricted free agent or anything like that. I think that they're still keeping him on the roster. He's even helping, like, assistant coach the team. So he should be getting compensated for that. But it is a very tough situation that Extra is in. So I do feel for him. I do think you guys are right. Like, this team should have probably... In my opinion, I think they should have probably just tried to stick it out for the rest of the season. So it's the wrong move. It's the wrong move for you. It's the yeah. wrong move. Thank for, you. For I was me, waiting for yeah. you to get there. You took you took a long way to get around, <laughs> but you finally got there. Yeah. Okay. Now it's not, and to say that it's not no disrespect to Rise as a player, it really isn't because I do didn't think Rise is kind of like a quote unquote upgrade for BDS. But I don't think I agree with T Bates. It's not the upgrade that is going to ascend them to being like world championship, holding the trophy at the end of the day. This is just something that might get them to a major, might get them to wild card, get them to worlds, and then that's it for the team. I, I really think that instead of doing that, they should have just stuck it out. But yeah, I think that's right the now. thing about Rocket League, though, is is everybody's in win now mode. So when you can make a isn't that a problem? Move, 
it might be. I, th- I think it is a problem. It is a problem. It, it leads to more problems than it than it leads to solutions for majority of uh, reasons. But mm-hmm. I, I mean, sometimes it benefits, but majority of the time it doesn't benefit, and you end up just being stuck with a, a player that you wanted to win now, and then later on down the line you guys start struggling because you're just not there chemistry wise, or you can't build anything off of it. But I think that that's the main focal point for this roster move is they're in win-now mode. They want to get back to feeling good about the game and winning. So you bring in somebody who made himself available, uh, and, and he was available. He's one of the best players in the game. Everybody knows that. He has this, He has a similar leadership qualities that, that Extras had, and he, he impacts the, the field maybe a, a lot more than Extra did with demos and, and off-ball things to allow space for Monkey Moon and Seiko to work a lot more. So... Yeah, this is a win now mode move, and I, that's why I think it's the right move. They they, they win now. I think, I think there's a win now a, mentality. Yeah, I think there's that difficulty of. I mean, everyone criticizes like bubble teams for trying one event, losing, and then disbanding, and everyone's like, "Why well, I gotta stick it out?" But there's that sweet spot where it's like, "Okay, you stuck it out enough to like try to form chemistry," and then on the tail end, I think that becomes an issue of how long do you give it faith to work out issues? And I think with multiple splits under the belt. I think it's defensible from like, I don't want to say corporate perspective, but from an org perspective, there's some orgs that hold on to rosters, I think way too long, and then they still don't get results. And you're saying, well, you gave them effort. And I think that's respect to that. But I don't think orgs are really necessarily trying to be as respectful to players as much as actually improve their brand by getting a victorious roster. Mm -hmm. So yeah, the win win now mode is definitely a thing. And I think having seen rosters that do that, I have seen rosters, I feel like, that have done worse jobs of recruiting talent in terms of trying to change things up. Changing things up just because you feel like the roster isn't working is a mistake that I think a lot of uh, lower-level teams make. I think this is a move that actually is defensible, and I, I don't necessarily think we'll give me, bomb them by any means. Give me a defensible? How? Can... How's it defensible? He's just going to say NRG. He's just okay. going to say NRG. How is this? It's like... <laughs> I just like and to, to me to me to me I think the main question that like is not being talked about regarding this move is how much does a world championship weigh? In the they past. just won the world championship less than a year ago. Man, it's, it's like they didn't right. forget how to play Rocket League. So so I, I was I was so confused why it was even an option for them to even think about making a change. I understand they didn't make the first two majors, but you're not gonna win the world championship every single year. Mm-hmm. That's just how life works. Everybody could be a dy- like a dynasty di- dynasty that just keeps dominating around. And you were so great too. Like it was so if anything, they were kind of like a mini dynasty extra extra in Monkey Moon because they've been dominating the right. game since twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. And then it had a bad band of four months, and then you make a roster change. It's a pretty that doesn't make big any span sense to of me. time for me. I don't know four months. That's the, four months in comparison to how many ever months was it? All I need September twenty twenty to, I guess it's longer than four months. But September twenty twenty <laughs> to October twenty twenty two. How long is that? Wait, oh wait, no, that's a that's a twenty three, twenty three months. I'm just, that's, a tw- that's a twenty three month span. It compares it to a five month span of not being as great, and then you make a roster change from that. Like it's not some like immaturity, like a little bit of a lot of a little a little bit of it's not working now. So now we gotta freak out rather than trying to work it out amongst one another. Like, 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 like. Maybe maybe it just took five months for other teams to catch up, and now they don't know where they stand. 
uh, amongst their their peers. They they're, they're just lost. You they think they're like the in game. their heads? They're, they're like in their own heads about yeah. how how to play the game, and 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 other other teams are just straight on. They they the chemistry's there. They they know how to play on the field, and and they're working together off the field. And BDS is just lost. Like they're just they're washing up. In in terms of like not not individual skills. They're not washing up individual skills, but like their team chemistry, their bond. They're just they're depleting because I think they it haven't sets a terrible so precedent. I think it sets a terrible precedent because basically means you can win the best tournament in the world. You can be one of the best players in the world for a consistent amount of time. You have a span of two bad months and you're gone. Man, you're gone. You're gone. <laughs> like that's crazy to me. I, I can't like I can't get around that. That's saying you have been so great. You have been the top of your field for the past two years, the best of the best. And then you have a bad man for two months and you are already obsolete. We don't need you no more. We're gonna go for something. And let's be real here. This rise move, like Taco said, it's a win or like the Mars, it's a win now thing. If that doesn't end up working out, they gonna leave Rise gonna leave them too. Yeah. So, so, so I mean, like that's not a move where you're making it to where you plan on sticking as a team. That's a move as in, oh, we could try to win it right now. We could try to win it. We could try to win it right now. But can you really win it right now? And increases your chances a little bit, but it's not like a foregone conclusion. So I'm just ah, ah, yeah. I just the move is just it's just interesting to me, and I I just. I just I don't know. It, it makes me feel weird. It makes me feel weird. It just seems like I think being a pro in Rocket League right now is so hard in general. And this at the highest level, like this, Taco talked about too. This is what bubble teams do. But BDS just did it. Mm. BDS and they just won, and they won a world championship. <laughs> Well, if they end well, up no, winning a world championship. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying they won a world championship and they're making moves yeah, just like then that. Yeah, they just, yeah, mm -hmm. they just did what a bubble team does. And that, that, that's just, that's, yeah. it's a little, it's, it, it, it brings me cause for pause. That's all it is. It's just a little cause for pause. I don't think it was the right move just out of respect for extra BDS. I still could have thought they were top five. I still don't think they're automatically going to win the world championship now with Rise. It just seems like a temporary band-aid on the problem that seems a little bit bigger, bigger than that, so... So I do you just, feel like that same logic applies to teams like G2? If you, we just found out, I don't know, JNAPS actually is going to be just like peacing out and then they just replace someone in. It's like, yeah, they got second in the world. That deserves an entire next season to be able to figure things out, even if G2 hasn't really ascended the same way they have. I, 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 feel, I, feel, I, I feel like it's the same thing. I feel like the same thing. If the BDS's drop-off was so drastic, for example, if they went from being the best to finish like 16th or something, then you could start having that conversation. Same thing for G2. But, G, but, but I think you just got to give the respect to the players. I think there needs to be that level of respect. That, that, that has to be. That floor has to be there. You've seen what Naps has done. You've seen what Cog has done. You've seen what Atomic's done. It's because they're not winning the tournaments, but they're still competing. Now, you revisit that at the end of the season and say, okay, this isn't working out. Then we move on. But like, there's no respect to the players in, that, in, in this, in my opinion. It, it's, it's just like, it's just all about trying to get the W, W immediately, figure it out. And I, I think that just devalues. That devalues the player. That devalues what they've done. And it, it, just, it just doesn't put, it doesn't put the right taste in my mouth. Now, I'll be honest with you. It doesn't put it right there. I, I just, I feel for that. I feel for that because you've been so great. And being a pro is so hard that just because you have a bad three, four months as a team, as a collective unit, it's like you out. And once you out, it's hard to get back in. And it, it just makes you look bad too. I, I mean, like, nah, I, I think I that's like a testament it. to what uh, Damar Daz was saying earlier is that it's, probably more beneficial that they kept him on the bench rather than him going to a lesser team that 
might not perform well because once you're on that lesser team and you don't perform well, that's when you start to get swept under uh, this rug and new fresh talent is going to come in and you're just going to get constantly overlooked. So honestly, mm -hmm. probably if, if there's any move that had to happen, it's probably best extra is on the bench for now until the end of the season. I, I mean, th I think this is the best possible solution for him other than playing, obviously. Yeah, it, it, it's, it feels like it's about the major game. At least like at least when I'm looking at it from an org standpoint, it's about the major game. Just making it to the major. Like, getting, getting your team on the floor, getting your team on the stage and all that stuff like that. I feel like that's where a lot of the primary focus seems to be. Oh, we missed out on two majors this year. We got to try to do something so we can make the, the next two and do something based off that. I don't know. It's very volatile. I, I kind of agree with Bates. I don't really like it that, as much either because if you're a Rise fan, you got three different jerseys in the same year. <laughs> like, if you, you know how much jerseys cost? So I don't even know if they got three different jerseys. Some of y'all probably still wearing the Moist jersey watching him play for Oxygen. Now you got to see him play for BS. <laughs> Did you get the Oxygen drop? Because guess what? It's gone now. They couldn't even tweet out a picture of him. So I know that jersey been taken off the stone. <laughs> so I hope you I hope you got the Rise Oxygen jersey while you get put your I'm able sorry, to. I I'm sorry. <laughs> I hope you got the Rise Oxygen jersey. That was a limited edition drop. You're not getting that one no more. I'm sorry. I pre-ordered the V1 jersey. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You almost got the V1 jersey. Guess what? There's probably somebody with the V1 jersey sitting there like, look, bro. You could be like oh, me. <laughs> now you got to get the BDS oh, jersey. Man. Make sure to get it because that one probably got a life shelf of maybe like three, four months and, it was, and that won't be gone too. I don't know. It's just crazy oh, out here. It's, it's crazy out here. <laughs> Couldn't even cop the oxygen. Couldn't even tweet out. They didn't even tweet out a graphic for him. They said we ain't got a photo of him with the jersey on either. They put it in, put it in the replies and said, hopefully you click like you clicked on the tweet. Otherwise, you ain't even gonna know what he got. We ain't even got a photo of him on somebody, the jersey. Somebody on here right now just told on the stream, wait, he played for BDS now? What happened? What? Let me check my phone. Oh man. Know. So that leads us to the next topic. Unless you got something to say, base. I mean, there's also the other question: Did Rise make the make the right move? But that could be a question for another day. Did Rise make the right move? Oh, yeah, you're right. It could be a question for another day. I think he did personally. Just a quick answer, but you must know something. I don't. I'm, I do. Okay. Uh, <laughs> insider sources. That's right. That's right. Uh, let's talk about security because we, we kind of were already shifting on that a little bit with our conversation. So let's just open it and expand that a little bit. Top players go for making every major to no team. Yeah, sure. We're talking about uh, extra here. We mentioned extra, but there's other players who also aren't going to be playing anymore. Relating wave season is done. Um, there were other changes. Astral, I believe his season's done unless he's playing on like a bubble team or something like that. Uh, and these are teams that going into it, Astro, again, major finalists in the fall. Now he's not playing anymore. We might see him next season. How secure is competing at a top level right now in Rocket League? Taco. Oh, oh we're no. just talking about that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Nah, that's we what I'm saying. Even know that's the top. <laughs> I think it's a natural I think that's the natural transition. So shout out to how we structured the, the yeah, talk nah, and, and all the topics. Because I think it's a natural thing because I think some people are like, well, it's fairly secure if you're like a generational player or someone who's super popular in the org. And I mean some orgs make decisions based on just fan base and it's great player and like yeah they might not be the best optimal choice but yeah keep them on the roster they're still playing up to snuff and then there's a lot of orgs that are very cutthroat like hey congrats on you know the last split but yeah you're gonna be riding the pine you're gonna have to be sitting in the background while we bring someone else in i don't think it's super secure and i think players have complained about that before they think there should be 
uh, some job security beyond the idea that you could be employed one month and not the next. So I don't think it's as secure as it probably should be. I think for the fans, it's really nice, but I am sure for the players, it is nerve wracking to know every single time you get in, how does it feel to already lose? You know, maybe a top eight team doesn't finish top eight for a, a regional. And then suddenly they're not thinking about how do we regain? It's like, is that enough to make me be considered to be replaced? That's got to be horrible on the mental. And I think that really has to drastically affect probably more players than we're aware of on the front end when we're just watching it play out on the stream. Mm -hmm. I think it, I think it's natural. It, it, I mean, the players are in a results-based business. Results-based mm -hmm. business, you but... Then, then, like I say, it comes to question when you got the results and you get you put them out there, and it just doesn't seem to matter. It doesn't seem to matter. So, I think that that that's the horrifying part. I've I've always not really been. I feel I, I feel like me. I feel like myself has been a little not as sympathetic. I mean, like you want to be the best, you got to be the best. But now and now it's just a question of. It don't seem to matter. It don't seem to matter <laughs> even if you've done it, which I think is really. I think that might scare a lot of people because it's just really hard. It doesn't seem, especially with how much people, how we're in this win now, this win now stage of Rocket League or make the major stage of Rocket League where it just seems as if orgs aren't really interested in what you did four months ago. They want to know what you can do right now. If you can't mm -hmm. get us there right now, it's a problem. It's a problem. It's a, and to me, it's, it's, it, looks, it's, it looks scary. I, I know... I wouldn't want to be no pro. I wouldn't want to be no pro. I want to be doing what I'm doing right here. Right here. Oh. <laughs> I feel like I got a little more security than all them do. All they do. But outside of like the Zins and stuff like that, it just seems it just seems a little difficult. So I think it's even more imperative that the pros nowadays. Because the question is, what even is a pro? The, pro, the pros nowadays start uh, branding themselves and outside, outside of just being a professional. It's not... It's not a um, a requirement. I think it should be encouraged, but I mean, people don't have to do it. Just making sure you have as many avenues as possible yeah. so that if a situation like this arises, you have options. I think uh, for me, yeah, go I, ahead. I, I, I think for me, obviously the security is 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 uh is lacking. But for players, the the biggest like thing you should always be looking like or looking at is just not getting complete like complacency is a big thing in rocket league or it's a big thing everywhere honestly so uh, teams will win something and then immediately be like yo i gotta take a break but why are you taking a break vatir is grinding <laughs> and then vatir is gonna grind because vatir wants to be the best in the world so my advice is if you're a player and you trying to stay in this league for a long time Play like Vatira. Grind like Vatira. The, the, the kid doesn't get off the gate. Like, you you really got to be on that type of time. And either you're going to build a brand outside the game, or not not outside the game, but, like, like build a brand on, on YouTube, Twitch, whatever, build your, your personal brand, or you're going to play like Vatira so that you give yourself the best possible outcome when it comes to being a pro in this game. You have to play like you want to be the best. You have to de de dedicate your life to the game, pretty much. Like, it, there's just no way around it. I don't know security. about that. I don't like, know about do. that. You do. I don't you know. Do. I don't know. You I don't do. think you got to dedicate your life to the game. Are, are you Are you serious? Because we got Mr. extra, we got extra life who to the just game. won a world you championship who's team getting benched. You don't dedicate their life to the game. Who? What? Oh, bro, oh, we have oh, extra gosh. who just won a world championship 
is now getting on the bench, and we might. I'm not even sure if Extra is gonna find a spot on a top team. You well, can't that's just, confidently that's just a, that's say Extra is gonna find a spot on the top team next season. Well, the, okay, well that's just a generation. I think it's. I think it's a two, a two part. One, it's a. It is the individual players. I think we are putting a lot of onus on the owners, but also the players are very. Are very, The players do control these rosters. Yeah. I think we need to put that in perspective as well. Yeah. And two, it's a. Uh, uh, and, and two, that's what is encompassing the whole entire conversation is the generational aspect because we're in a generation right now generation right now that it's everything we have is very instantaneous everywhere we go so everybody's used to instant gratification and so since it's not happening especially we have a lot of pros who are younger since they aren't getting the W's and they expect they really want to win they want to make they want to switch people out so I think that's also a conversation I think it's a more maturation on the players as well understanding respecting each other which I mean but you, you but then you gotta adapt you you can't you can't expect the players to change if this is the way it's gonna be you just gotta adapt to uh, adapt to your circ- uh, your circumstances and your surroundings if the players are gonna get rid of you because you're not up to par then play more and become up to par you have to adapt you can't just be like, yo, the players got to change. If this is how the players are going to dictate things, then adapt to what they're doing. This is what we do. You, what happens, you, if, you I, have what happens, what happens if I'm grinding the game the whole entire time and I still get cut anyways? Well, then we have the Sizen effect, where Sizen looked like the best player, and he gives himself the best possible option. When did he look the like fact. the best player? Uh, the best player at land? Oh, my gosh. No, oh, my gosh. Look, look, oh my here we gosh. go. Here we go. Yeah. Okay. He didn't look really good, though. I think really Sizen did exactly what he needed to do. He was like, I think uh, he he's did like too. after that, I was oh, no, like, he I'm upped cool. the stock. He upped the stock, yeah. yeah. That's exactly how you need to play every single day in, day out. But what did that get him? I mean, it's gonna get it's gonna get him on a team on a solid team for next year. I hope so. But then, yeah, but, now, then now, but then now if it doesn't, then we can talk, we can talk again. Like if he if he <laughs> does not get on the top team next season after doing that, then I like it, it might be chalk. Like we gotta talk about something. What you talk? What you think? What you think about the dedicating the life thing, man? I think you gotta grind, but dedicating the life, I my, don't know. My internal theory is specifically that hours have a diminishing return after a while. I don't think if someone theoretically could only sleep and then wake up and play for sixteen hours and then sleep eight hours, I don't think that makes them better than the player that grinds for let's say six hours a day on average or something like that. I think eventually there's burnout, and to be honest, that's my kind of macro theory on why older pros burn out because they want to keep up they play too many hours then they get burnout they play bad then they get more burnout they feel like they need to grind even more and then it's just kind of this vicious cycle and it goes mm. on through whether or not that actually affects the reason that's at least the reason i feel like a lot of play- pros are because at the end of the day how, what's the first thing people say you have to be on the game oh this pro only it's 20 hours he's playing minecraft instead of this like he's got to be on the game in free play or at the very least in scrims and rank something to keep your fingers on the controller but it's like i don't know after a while how much that does for you i think it definitely you need a threshold i don't think it's higher the better i don't think improvements linear in that case well my my argument to that is like who do you want to be in the game right because you have two different aspects mm-hmm. you have fk right take, mm-hmm. take for, i'm taking my team for example you got fk consistently on 100 past two weeks consistently like the kid doesn't stop. He doesn't get off the game. Like he's working the hours. He's doing the hours, and look how good he is, right? And then you got Miss, who is also a fantastic player, but he's not gonna be able to do the same like mechanical ability that FK FK has on the field. He's not. He, he his impact is different. He's he's consistent. He's extremely consistent, but 
there's more players that are able to do. Well, I'm not saying like Miss Miss could do a lot, right? Miss, Miss is great. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. But yeah. players are not going to get the skill that FK has on the ball, mechanical ability, without putting in the time that FK does. And he's already a top player on the team, still putting in 100 hours past two weeks. That's what I'm saying. Like, Vatira probably has equivalent amount of hours. If you want the most security in this game, FK's not leaving the game for how long? Because of what he's doing now. Vatira's not going to leave the game for how long? Because of what work he's putting in right now. If you want to you want to have the most security in this game, you got to do what the best players are doing. I'm sorry. That is what it is. Hmm. Miss got 20 hours hmm. past too, by the way. <laughs> Man, she's one of the best I was wondering if anyone was checking that. I was actually... I think it's perspective. Ra Ra Raul really loves to grind, grind, grind. I, I, Taco, bring, Taco brought up an interesting point about the older players. I got to sit on that one. But I, I'm more of a... It's a combination of many things. I, I, I think that once you reach... Ah, who's a bait? Like once you reach solid pro level, that's hard. That's hard to gauge. I, I can't give a name out. But once you give a solid pro level, it's just really the m tiny things, tiny differences that are making the game, making making you win games. I think that could be done in a, ver a variety of ways. For some people, it might be grinding all the time. For some people, it might be replays. For some people, it might be doing something else. JDAS has been one of the best in the game. Now you can make the argument that JDAS could be even better if he played more. But you can also make the argument that JDAS could be better if he reallocated his hours. So rather when he get on the game, he played threes or twos or just scrims and stuff. He goes and played ones. So when it's 35 past two, he's adding an extra it's six of those hours now ones rather than not being. And I think he would improve that way as well. So I, I, th I, th I think it's a con I think it's, I think it's interesting. But to be the best of the best. I think what we're always saying, I think to be the best of the best, you got to put in. A ridiculous amount of time. I mm. think that's what all the best of the best do. But to be one of the best and on the upper echelon, I don't think you need that. But I'm saying like that's the most security. That's when you're gonna have the most security is mm. is that FK Vatira slot. Like you want if you want the most security in oh. the game, you gotta be that 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 level. Yeah. So I wanna I got a question for you, Roll. Compared to when you were playing, is it more or less secure? Then, like now, oh, than it was oh, then. Oh, oh, I already oh, know the answer. Now it's definitely. Hmm. What? I this say, is not a I question. Would say, I would say it's uh, it's it's more secure. What? I would say it's more secure. This should now? Yeah. No way. No I would way. say it's more secure. Nah, bro. How? Yeah, think about it. We had two seasons, right? Two seasons, and I, I'm I'm saying like. Maybe top teams, like, like the 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 grandfather didn't play. Actually, yeah. Now that I think about bro, it, because nowhere it's not even close, in, bro. So they would just be it's staying not even at the close, top bro. Yeah, it's not right. even nah, close. Nah, 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 nah. I'm thinking about it. Yeah, you right. You, you look you right. You look you right. Because players would be grandfathered in, and they wouldn't leave for so it's long not because even of their close, man. Yeah, it, like, it's like, definitely less. You knew nah. people knew what a pro was back then. You don't know what a pro is now, bro. Unless you're like Zen or Zen or FK or Dan or something like that. Something that's untouchable. Everybody else suggests it's kind of like a pseudo pro. Anybody can be pro. You knew who the pros were back then, and they were not. They were not leaving. They were not leaving. Yeah, that security was way more. Yeah, it was way way more back then. Why did Demar ask that question? 
I just, I just feel like it's interesting. I think it's something to like note too, the way that this kind of like security has changed and well, we gotta move. where the yeah where everything goes. Ah, uh, you know that's that's another th thing for another day. Let's talk about Fury. We got less than ten minutes on the show. Eight minutes left here. Fury, might have, might have to pass him with Fury a little bit. Fury won the 10K Steel Series Cup and second in the draw. Will Fury make the spring major? That's a question. No. They 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 could. I I I I would say they look good. I would maybe 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 in a fifth slot. Fourth or fifth. I, I think I think a lot of teams can make it. Double elimination is interesting. But no. to say to guarantee it, I'm gonna go uh I would say no. Paco? I think they could. And I'm I'm on the fence, like as I'm answering this, because I I watched those tournaments. They I even casted one of their games in the draw. And granted it was against zero to one, which is a very much a bubble team, but you know, all rank X players, so like all good, but like that wasn't even close. There was eight ones in there multiple times. Like Jan was looking, Jan's uh, looking like exactly like he was back in the day at world championship level. Looks really good. Lost, I think, finally clicked in. I don't know what they did, but they the play style looks a lot better. Gen G, they lost in that uh, in the final of uh, that draw, and then I would say part of that is because they actually did just straight throw a game. They had two, they one of the shots actually in one of the games to go up on a match point. They saved their own shot and then Yan had a wide open shot and unfortunately barred it. So it's like, if that goes in, that entirely changes. I think Fury very much could have taken two against even teams like Complexity were Sean Fire and we know how good Complexity is in that top five. So you're saying yes. Yeah, I think Fury, I, I, the more I talk, I'm just going to have to commit to it. And I'm going to say, yeah. I think they do. If they play anywhere close to how well they did the split against even top teams, they were taking them all down and looking fairly convincing while doing so. I think that's okay. the most important part. It's not like close games on some of these. All right, we got one yes. Damar, quick answer. No. Okay, three no's, one yes. We're out to come back to this. I'm just in the top 10. <laughs> Let's go to first touch top 10. The crew picks the top 10 teams in the world. So, me, Roll This, T-Base, and First Touch staff all voted. Not counting Taco. All voted on our top 10 teams in the world at the moment. We ranked the best teams in the world. Let's see where we ended off here. Let's go with number 10. Let me see what we got. Falcons Ooh. at 10. That's a good okay. one. I like I like Falcons at ten. Falcons I at thought 10. I thought I thought they look really good, really good. At the major. I like them at ten. Okay. I like them. I'm most that improved. Team. Number nine. BDS. Oh. At nine. Ooh, BDS at nine. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Wow. That's interesting. Of, That's lot, interesting. Lot of stock. This, this rise pick. This rise pick. That, that rise pick involves him into the top ten. Lot of stock. Rise pick. Number eight. Okay. Okay. G2. What? G2 at eight? I don't know, man. I'm thinking more of a five, bro. I'm five. thinking more of a five, six. I think eight is good for them. I think eight's good. I think eight, I think eight is good. Is, I think yeah, eight is yeah. a little disrespectful. Maybe even generous. Man, eight is a disrespect. I think it's generous. Definitely needs to be a little higher like than that. Generous. I'm feeling more of a five. Chat, is G2 a fit? G2? G2? Are they better than eight? Yes or no? Yeah, one's yeah. in the chat if, B, give, if G2 is better than eight. You guys if G2 is yes better than eight, yes. one's in the chat. Uh, they might be like two. Who's twos and no? Yeah, we got a lot of no's. We got a lot of no's. Oh, no. Okay. Chat, yeah. I don't oh, need no. your opinion no more. <laughs> I don't need your opinion like no more, chat. We're going to roll to seven. We're going to roll to seven now, chat. You don't know what you're talking about. Version, Version one. one. Seven. Over G2? Over G2? What? See, look, now, now Dude, we got question marks. I want V1 over G2. They got Daniel and Beast Mode. Dan and Beast Mode. That's what teams are looking at, or people are looking at now. Let's see the six. Six, 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 six. 
Complexity? Complexity. Mm-hmm. Oh, these NA teams right next to each other. Why is yeah, complexity? Yeah, nah, they about to do a bunch of oh, EUs real no. quick. Oh, oh no, bro. Don't this is going to be bad, bro. I'm not, I'm nah, not see, this is what bad. happens when we let the whole entire crew vote on things, bro. No way complexity is at six. No shot. I'm scared okay. now. Let's, let's see five. What we got? Liquid? Liquid. Liquid at five. Five? Uh, the top oh, four. Okay, is starting okay, to come okay. Up. See, I know the top, the top four. four. The top four is coming to four. We know the top four. Wait, why is he? Okay. Why is he? Where they put my here at all? There we go. Okay, Jinji at four. Why are you Jinji at four? Chat, chat, is Jinji better than Liquid right now? Give me ones in the chat of Jinji. Where they put Vitality, bro? Who put Vitality where? Liquid right now. Chat, I don't care what you think, okay? Yeah, yeah, give me them ones, though. I want to see them okay. ones, though. Enough. I'm, oh, okay, I'm seeing nah, a lot of ones. Where they put Vitality? Wait, where's Vitality though? at, though? Where did y'all put Vitality? Let's where's, see. Vi- where's Vitality What's number at? three? What's number three? One, two, three, eyes on me. Oh, vitality. Okay, there's vitality, vitality at three. Right. Okay, vitality so, at three. Okay, okay, okay. So we already know the one two. We already know what one yeah, two yeah, is. Let me see two. Let's roll. Let's roll. One two. One two. Phase two. And then yeah, show that KCM one. Show that KCM one, baby. Hey, hey, all I'm saying is I'm seeing a lot of NA on this list. That's what oh, I'm yeah. saying. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm seeing a lot of NA. Right and, there, and honestly, oh, yeah. honestly, I think Fury is lurking somewhere. Fury is lurking somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And Fury is lurking. Fury is lurking somewhere. And I'm not going to lie. So I just think NA's got a lot of stackness to it. That's all, mm-hmm. all it is. This is way better than the last one. I is just want to say. Yeah, this is a respectable list. I'm not going to lie. No, 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 I don't think so. I think G2 is a little low. Yeah, I, think G, I think G2 is a little low. I think mm-hmm. Gen G should be top three. I think Ooh, G2 I like is that. a little low. G2 should that de- G2 should definitely be Gen G top three. Yeah. Gen G, yeah. yeah, Gen G top three. Gen G top yeah. three. I think G2 needs to be there. B- having BDS in here is interesting. Yeah, I don't True. think they've done anything. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what like <laughs> that ride pickup is crazy. <laughs> it's interesting. Wait. Real but quick, also, everyone's I do like for the screenshot. Falcons. All right, we're good. There we go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I looked a little bit late. I was... I Taco, think, I what you think about good. the list? Taco, what you think? I, I'm a fan of it. I think I, I do agree that G2 is in an interesting position. I don't know if they should be higher necessarily. I think well, the all I need to know about G2 is that they're not performed up to what we're kind of used to. But JDAPS tweeted out, or it was at least interviewed, and said he's having fun again. And as long as he's having fun, and that team chemistry is locked in, I think they're always going to be a contender. And I think they got that clutch factor in the same way that I think we're all hoping that BDS kind of has that resurgence with a new, uh, with kind of like renewed mental, maybe throwing it back up there, getting into those higher ranks. But I think for right now, that's a fair ranking. Taco, did you get your, uh, your top 10 done? What was your top 10? Uh, I think I threw mine together going from bottom to up. And granted, okay. this is something I improved because in the moment I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't hundred percent sure. Then don't say it. Don't say it then. This. Don't say it then. If you're, if you're not, not sure, sure, don't say yeah, it. If you're not sure, don't I say, say it. Let's just say my, uh, Top two is the same, and in the middle, it's a little bit more jumbled. But for the most part, Cassie. it's it's pretty much where uh, it, it matches are most there, of these. Are I there think any Genji teams? Did, Genji holds are, on to a good fall split, uh, and at least it, it's looking kind of convincing based on these pre-split tournaments from them. But still, not one hundred percent convinced. Are there any teams that you have on there that we don't? Uh, uh, the recency boss is huge on Fury right now. I, I creeped them in there personally, but okay. I at ten. I I had him uh, a little higher. Okay. Whoa, whoa, Wait, okay. where? Okay, okay. We don't need to know. We got to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna, we got to let him finish up the list, though. Uh, can we get off the screen? Thank you very much. Of course, this is, you know, we hit the time. 
I know somebody's gonna say this is not cable, but we hit our time today, so we, we're very appreciative of everybody coming on and doing a thing. Of course, we love the fact that you guys show up and show out for us every week. Taco, of course, gotta give you the floor, man. Thank you so much for joining us today. It was an absolute pleasure to be able to have you on First Touch, but of course, I want to give you the floor. Any shout outs, any th final thoughts you want to say before we close out? I mean, just shout out to you guys. I think it's huge that you know, you're allowing other people to get on. And granted, I'm uh, the first of uh, what you've said is multiple people that you want to, in the future, extend the branch to say, hey, if you want to get the platform, be able to pop into the chat, I really do appreciate that. I think First Touch is an incredibly important thing because we have all these kind of all these larger television networks for sports coverage and they form a lot of conversations. That's what you guys are doing here. So being able to help out on this, uh, I'm a caster commentator. I get to analyze, I get to talk a lot, but I don't really get a chance to do kind of long form stuff like this. And it's, it's a lot of fun. I had a blast and hopefully everyone in the future will have equally good time as me. I mean, I appreciate that. I mean, we appreciate having you on. Yeah, let's throw some hearts in the chat for Danger Taco coming onto the show, giving his thoughts and takes. Like we said, absolute pleasure to be able to have you on. And if you guys, I mean, there's a chance for any of you watching to be on First Touch. You want to, We want to make sure that we, of course, get the voice of the community on to be able to talk to us and, you know, see if you can stand up to Bates' tight do-rag takes. That being said, though... <laughs> That's going to be it for us today. We had a great show, of course. Uh, definitely enjoyed all the conversation and all the topics. You got to let us know what you think, of course, at First Touch RL on Twitter to check out all the clips and just kind of keep it updated with us. You also saw our Twitters down below. But on behalf of the show, on behalf of our production team, who's been killing it recently, thank you guys so much for all your hard work. On behalf of Psionics, thank you guys for allowing us to run the show on this channel. We appreciate it so, so much as well. And, of course... We'll be back next week to talk about everything else leading up to the start of the spring split. You want to keep it locked in here on twitch.tv slash Rocket League and on at RL Esports on Twitter, as well as following us on all our socials. That being said, first touch is done here. Spring split's getting started soon. One, two, toodaloo. We'll see you guys next week.